John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Love sleep. Sleep. Great, right? Round of applause for sleep, if you love it. <laughs> sleep is great. Just doing nothing while your brain defragments. Being awake is great. Being awake is awesome, too. Like, what? Orgasms and sushi. But, like... <laughs> it's the transition I don't care for. Waking up, right? Because you are ripped. Ripped out of whatever your brain was doing to make you happy. Usually, I'm in a hot tub with a successful black actress while she gives me a back rub and I make puns on her name. They should call you Megan Good with your hands. And then, she looks at me and she's like, eh, That was Baron Vaughn, who's got a brand new show coming out tomorrow night on Comedy Central at 11 o'clock. The New Negroes with Baron Vaughn and Open Mike Eagle. And we're actually going to get Baron Vaughn on the phone a little bit later in the show. But first, welcome to the show. Stand up with Chris DiStefano. Woo! And also Nicole Boyce. With Nicole producer Bo- Nicole Boyce. Producer Nicole Boyce. <laughs> well, this is a show. This is a podcast. I'm really excited about it. Comedy Central gave me an opportunity to come in here and just talk stand-up. There's absolutely no other yeah. podcast that specifically talk only about stand-up and play stand-up clips from the Comedy Central library. Yeah. I mean, what else do you want in a podcast. The perfect podcast, you if want, I don't say so myself. You, it's going to be interesting. You're going to laugh. Even if you don't think me and you are funny, we're <laughs> going to play hilarious stand-up yeah. from the Comedy Central Stand-Up Library, which is the most extensive library. It's like fucking the library of Trinity College. <laughs> it's like that, except with People stand-up. People do say that about Comedy Central's Legit. library. Yeah. It's, the, it's the Trinity like College, that. Dublin. Yeah. <laughs> like that clip we just <laughs> heard was from 2013. From yeah. Baron Vaughn's Half Hour. Yeah, bro. 2013. Extensive library. People still have flip phones. Yeah. Flip phones. Archaic. <laughs> Archaic. I ca- I'm sorry that started out. I cut my gums with my toothbrush today like an idiot. Now my gums are swollen. Oh, no. Gums. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. We'll get, a, we'll get a sponsor that fixes gums for you. I'm really excited to talk to Baron. I am too. Yeah. he's the most. I'm telling you he's one of the most talented guys I've ever seen in my life. He's like one of those guys who can do anything. Before we call Baron, do you want to explain what we're going to do on this podcast? So we're going to listen. We're going to talk about stand-up. We're going to listen. We're going to talk we're about We're going to st- call stand-ups. We're going to call, yes, we're going to call stand-ups. We're, that's crazy that we're actually <laughs> going to call stand-ups. Yeah. And get like really, bi- this is New York City. Yeah. We're going to get like really big stand-ups yeah, yeah, yeah. to like call into the show yeah. and talk to us about stand-up. Yeah. It's genuinely, there's no other podcast like no. this. It's no. so we're the new Mark Marin, bitches. <laughs> Watch out, Mark. <laughs> That's We're coming we for you. He's going to call into the show. Yeah. We'll get Mark Marin into Let's the show. Do I don't fucking care. We'll get everybody. Okay, we actually have Baron Vaughn calling in right now. Oh, right now? Ready? Oh, my God, I'm going to pee. <laughs> hello? Uh, hello, is this Nicole Boyce? It is. Is this Baron Vaughn? It is. Hey, Baron, I'm here with Chloe from Comedy Central and also Krista Stefano. Chloe, do you want to say anything before we begin? Yeah, I mean, thanks so much for taking the time to do this. We'll just sort of throw it to you and Chris. Um, do you have any questions or anything before we get into it? 
Um, yeah, what's the meaning of life? But we'll get into that some other day. Well, the good news is we've carved out a solid 10 minutes of your time, so hopefully we should be able to get to the bottom of that. Perfect. Before you Perfect. hang up. What's up, Baron? It's Chris Stefano. <laughs> Mr. Yes. Mr. Chris Stefano. How you doing, brother? Uh, I'm doing okay. Just, um, you know, living life, and life is letting me back. <laughs> that Dude, makes any sense. I, I mean, first of all, you know, I I, pre, I echo what Chloe said. Thank you for doing the show. Um, the meaning of life, man, to be honest, I don't know. For me now, the meaning of, of extending life, for me, is going to be uh-huh. cutting out meat and dairy because I have high cholesterol, high blood pressure. So that's, unfortunately, I can't do any more meats and cheeses. How's your health? You got a good heart? Um, I have a great heart, but I have bad health. What, <laughs> so, tell us about your health issues. Well, I'm allergic to everything now. I didn't start that way. About 26 ish, I got allergic. I became allergic to dairy, um, and then a couple years ago, I became allergic to gluten and peanuts. And you, I just out of you born. think that's because you live in LA. I think it was because of mold. I lived at a place in Queens that I had mold, and then I had mold in L.A., yeah, and well, it just, no, like, wrecked my immune system. No mold anymore, baby. The new need, the new need, the new Negroes with Baron Vaughn and Open Mike Eagle. I'm so white, I it, my brain won't even let me say it. You couldn't, you couldn't <laughs> even get it out. Bro, because I look like an undercover cop. That's the thing. I'm a good white guy, but I have a bad white look. So, so to say the new Negroes with Baron Vaughn and Open Mike Eagle... Uh, April 19th, 11 o'clock, Comedy Central. So there's going to be no more mold in your apartment, cuz, because you got your own show now, baby. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to, I guess, buy a place or yeah. uh, get a place that at least doesn't have any mold in it looking at me in the face when I walk in the door. Bro, season two, you got to get me on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my best. Come I'll on, dude. Best. You know, whatever. We can fudge your title a little bit. Whatever. I will, I'll come through. I'm fun. I'm cool. Um, I'll have to typecast you so you'll be another cover cop. Bro, you know what I love about the show? Because I actually did watch it. I'm not. It's not like one of those things where, like, you know, they send it to you and like I play pretend. Like I actually watched it because I've always been a fan of your comedy. I was telling them before. I, I, the first time I met you, it was at um under uh, St. Mark's Theater in uh in the city. Oh my uh, goodness! Yeah, the East Village. Like, because when I started comedy in like 2009, 2010, you were just going out to L.A. or you were very. You went out to L.A. like around that time. But I remember seeing yeah. you and you just fucking crushed. I was like, who is that oh. guy? And then it was like Baron Vaughn. I was like, wow, what a medieval name. Baron, it's like a <laughs> king's name. Yeah. But I always like, oh, and I've always followed you, man. So, yeah, it's cool. Oh, I appreciate that, Chris. Wow, under St. Mark's. That's a blast from the past. Hell yeah. It's got, I wonder if it's still there. I, it's probably that's still there. That's my question. Nah, I don't think it is. Maybe that's where you got the mold. That place was um, gross. Yeah, that's right. It attached itself to my Nikes and I tracked it home. You know what I loved about the show too is you know the stand up and music and I I can't how was uh how was it how was Method Man? Sorry. I personally didn't get to meet Method Man. What? Um yeah, I was I had I couldn't be at that video shoot that day. I was really upset about it because it's Method Man. Uh but as as all the reports I got back said he's a fantastic person. Everyone everyone loved him. Dude, I just bought Wu-Tang socks today on Amazon. I love Wu-Tang. <laughs> That is that is such a 2019 phrase. I bought Wu Tang socks on Amazon. Fuck. That's incredible. Dude, Mike, our, our co-host Nicole Boyce, who you talked to earlier, has had never heard of Big Pun. How nuts of a <laughs> life does this girl have that she's never heard of Big Pun? She's 23 years old. Well, it kind of makes sense. I mean, you know, things are changing so quickly. Thank you. There's, 
there's someone that's at the top of the that was on the top of the charts two years ago that I'm sure she's never heard of. Uh, well, yeah, but she's never ne- big pun, and she's <laughs> never seen the movie Kids. I mean, isn't oh, that wow. mind blowing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, things are moving at a r- ridiculous clip. So, Nicole, I don't know. Get on that. Obviously, you're upsetting Chris. You <laughs> something about that. I mean, you don't want to upset Chrissy undercover cop face. Um, you you're know what? Blow because- his cover. I've seen, you know, like I said, I watched I watched the pilot episode because you know they sent it to me in house, Chrissy Comedy Central. But for the people who obviously you know haven't seen it yet because it's just coming out, can you explain the concept of the show? Yeah, um, well, it's a stand-up showcase that has some music in it. You know, we kind of lean a little bit more into variety. Myself and Open Mike Eagle host it. Every episode has a bit of a you know a theme. We kind of unpack it a little bit with kind of vaudeville style. I would say host bits. Uh, then we have three comics, and at the end of every episode, there's a music video where Mike has collaborated with uh, another artist to create original song that also that also kind of extends on whatever the theme of the episode was. Like you mentioned, Method Man. Method Man's one of the fantastic guests we were fortunate to get. We also got people like Fonte, Danny Brown, Lizzo, and Doom. See, it's like, but like, just you like even explaining, it's like, yeah. That's a TV show. It's like I've had four pilots and none of them make it. And it's like, obviously, I fucking know why. You just laid out a TV show that's a perfect idea. That's a great show that's very watchable where I just come up and I'm like, I don't know what my show would be about, but I know it would be funny. They're like, shut up. <laughs> Pass. Well, you got like you know, well thought out great show. Well, that's what that's, uh, you know, this show is also doing that kind of thing. You know, you don't know what this is about, but it's funny, right? Yeah, dude. And I love that. Yeah, the music video concept. I wish I could be a musician. I just really I can't sing at all. I can't sing. I can't dance. Um, but you see I, you sang an intro. I saw you sing somebody's intro. I think it was um, Chris Red's intro on the episode I watched and you got nice pipes. <laughs> well, Chris, I have been on Broadway. I don't mean to you know yeah. brag. But uh, I've done it. I've done it all. Yeah, you're uh, one of those guys. Like it's just like it's one of you're like you're so talented. It's annoying, you know. Like where you're like, what? What is this guy not? What's wrong with him? Like, do you have like one leg longer than the other? Like, what's your imperfection? Because the life's about balance. And I know that. Because right now it's like every time I'm like, yeah, this Baron could just do. He could do anything. Like you know, Mateo Lane. Do you know the? Yes. So Mateo Lane's another guy. He could just do anything. He could sing, dance. He's freaking jacked. He can write. Yeah. You know, he can yeah. draw. I'm like, so what's your problem? Do you have any problems, well, Baron? Tell us your issues. Uh, we know they got the mold. We know you got gluten allergies. Um, well, nothing but emotional problems. But uh, yeah, the allergies are the thing that really messes me up, man. I mean, like I said, I wasn't born with these. I didn't know that you could just develop them as you get older. Um, but that is the case. And allergies are weird because literally no one knows why they happen. I know. It's just it your may- immune system. You're, it keeps getting tricked and it's just beating the shit out of yourself. Basically. Dude, I started Boy, taking CBD things. oil. CBD oil might help. Oh, you, you take- did? Yeah, that helps. Um, I'm kind of allergic to certain strains of weed. Oh, my God. So here we go. Finally, we found we found the problem with you. <laughs> Being allergic to weed. But this is what happens when you're too perfect at everything else. God's like, well, you know what? Now I'm going to make you allergic to weed. It's, it's only certain strains. It's very strange. I think it's actually a, a, a pollen allergy Oh yeah. what it is. Because it is a flower, am I right? It's right. <laughs> and you just had a baby too, right? I did. I have a second one on the way. Wow! Congrats. I have a three-year-old daughter myself. Do you have a boy or a girl? Uh, I have a boy, and we're gonna have another boy. Wow! Um, which is 
kind of insane. My wife is going to be raising two boys and one man. Uh, <laughs> kind of incredible. Uh, yeah, we, we decided to have a second kid, and it was a conversation that contained the phrase, babe, do you hate sleep? Yeah. And we, uh, we decided we did, and we needed to, you know, <laughs> we needed to stick it to sleep, so we're having a second kid. Well, congrats, man. 2019 is your year. The New Negroes with Baron Vaughn and Open Mike Eagle starts tomorrow, April 19th, 11 o'clock, Comedy Central. BV, you're the man, brother. Thank you for coming on. Hey, back at you, Chris. Thanks a lot for having me. All right, bud. That was Baron Vaughn. What a great guy. I love him. I told you. Great call. He's the best. Great call. Great Late, first call, Chris. Great first call. Laid out the show perfectly. Like, I get why he has his own show. Yeah. It's obvious. Yeah, yeah. Um, so great. Yeah, check out The New Negroes with Baron Vaughn and Open Mike Eagle. Starts tomorrow night, Comedy Central, 11 p.m. Um, I want to keep Can't playing wait. stand-up. That's yeah, what I want to do now. Yeah, let's get into it. Wanna we do- love stand-up here. Let's play it. You got uh, Joe Firestone, right? I got a Joe Firestone clip for Another us. Another one I love. Let's hit it. I, do, I, 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 well, I guess you can surmise that I've had a lot of boyfriends. I've had so many boyfriends. Anyone had a lot of boyfriends? <laughs> okay, uh, well, the thing is, it's like if you had some boyfriends and it didn't work out, it's probably their fault. It's like they, they're the bad ones. But it's like if you've had a lot of boyfriends and it didn't work out, it's your fault. You see, you're the one. It's the problem. And uh, like I've had so many boyfriends and like, the first boyfriend I had, it was in fifth grade, and his name was Brad, but yet he couldn't say his R, so everybody called him Brad. And uh, he was so cute, he had a hair in the shape of a bowl. And uh, he was so cute, and we would go out, and then every Friday afternoon after school, he'd call me on the phone, and he'd be like, hello, is Joanna there, please? And I'd be like, this is she. And uh, he'd be like, Joanna, you're dumped. <laughs> And I'd be like, no, oh no. And then the weekend would be devastating. I'd be like, I can't believe I'm single again. What am I gonna do? It's like, I'm out there, but it's like, and then Monday would come around and he'd be like, you wanna get back together? And I'd be like, yeah. And then we'd have five days of bliss. Five days of bliss in schoolyard, in the classroom, it'd be wonderful. And then Friday afternoon would come around again. I'd get the call, you dumped. It was, it's, it was heartbreaking. And now I got that little boy's voice in my head whenever I do something that involves rejection. <laughs> or it's like I get fired from a job. It's like, Joanna, you're dumped. <laughs> like I do a bad joke. It's like, you're dumped. <laughs> like I throw up in the back of a taxi cab. You're dumped, you're dumped, you're dumped. It's rough. It's always there. It's always there. Yeah, Joe Firestone, you dumped. That was from her album, The Hits. I like Joe. She, you know she recorded that at Union Hall. You ever been to Union Hall? Yes, I have. That place is haunted. It is. There's that painting. Yeah, it's 100% haunted. By who? Um, I don't know. Probably just an older white woman. <laughs> who else haunts? In Park Slope especially. That, oh, my God, That is yeah. the demo for ghosts. Park Slope. I, like, I used to live in Park Slope. It mm-hmm. was good there. But you moved. I moved to Bay Ridge now. Now I live in like an old school classic Brooklyn neighborhood, yes. which has got, you know, it's positives and negatives. It's like, yes. you know, some of the opinions, I'm like, Jesus Christ, shut up. You know, but then some of the, you know, but then it's also good because, you know, listen, let's be honest. I mean, listen, Park Slope was good. It was good. But it's like, you know, everything by you just feel like a fucking terrorist if you, you know, if you use a paper straw. I mean, if you use a plastic straw uh-huh. or if, you know, I just feel like everybody's just mad there. Do you feel that way with I any like, of those I neighborhoods? Li- I like to recycle. You do like, I like to recycle. I want to save the dolphins. What hey, do you save when you recycle? Wrong. Yeah. Dolphins, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I save shit. I always cut you know? up the canned things. Do you cut up? Dude, let me tell you one Yo, time. Yo, I go all in. Here's, you know what's funny about, see, here's the thing. Here's, the, here's what I've noticed. See, in a neighborhood like Bay Ridge, a more old school Brooklyn neighborhood, there's like a lot of 
like people don't really it's not about I mean people are PC and stuff but it's not really about that it's like we're just being honest here right mm-hmm. in Park Slope mm-hmm. it's different it's very much like nobody really ever talks back and there was a situation once my kid's mom she's like a real deal Puerto Rican woman from Brooklyn like uh-huh. just real deal Sunset Park like that's where the Puerto Ricans like she's like real deal old school New York she doesn't take shit from anybody and we were in an elevator when we lived in Park Slope and um, we were coming down and my daughter was like seven or eight months old and she had a pacifier in mm-hmm. her mouth, mm-hmm. which I guess is like too long. So this Park Slope like woman got in and she was like, ooh, pacifier, it's a little, ooh, really? How old is she, really? Like, have you read the literature? And my kid's mom hit the emergency brake on the elevator <laughs> in between the second and third floor and was like, say it again. What do you want to say? Oh, my. She was like, do you have a problem with my daughter's pacifier? Oh, my God. Like that. And then the lady was like, um, this is going to be, you could cause a fire by hitting the emergency brake. She's like, do me a favor. Don't talk to my fucking daughter again. And then hit the brake. And then we got out in the that lobby. so scary. Yeah. So it's like, that's. That's the difference. I mean, like, which is like, you know, another, you know, if that was, if she was from Park Slope, she would have just, you know, internalized and, I don't know, fucking drank a kale smoothie and yeah. wrote a blog. But instead, is, the is. emergency break was hit. <laughs> and then shit got real. It's funny to see when shit gets real for people when it's like, um. What their threshold is? Well, yeah. It's like, you know, like someone has like road rage, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like giving people the finger and honking, but then somebody puts the car in park and gets out of the car mm-hmm. and then they speed away. They're like, bye. You know, <laughs> it's like that. Yeah. You no, know, so Bay Ridge is a little bit more, but there's positives and negatives to that. It's like, you know, yes, shit can't be course, too fucking real all the course, time. Gotta live in reality. Two feet in the. You're a person. Here's what I know about you, Nicole. You're a person that you got two feet in reality. And I don't know how, because normally, you know, a younger from Los Angeles, normally, you know, (laughs) you think like you think like a utopian society can exist. But you seem to. Where is that coming from? How are you so real? Because I feel the vibe. What what did your parents do? What did your dad do? Was he in the coal miners? Was he a coal miner? (laughs) Were they real people like that? No. They weren't like teachers or something? Teachers, yeah. They were teachers. My mom's a teacher, yeah. Interesting, but your mom's a teacher. Yes. See, that's interesting. Yes. Wow. So fucking grounded. Grounded, but your mom's a a teacher. Yeah, what what did she teach, though? Not college. No, like oh little God. kids. She used to teach uh, both kids that spoke Spanish and English. Like, there you go. In the same class. Bilingual. Yes. My kid can yes. speak English, Spanish, and Chinese so far. She's three. Chinese? She speaks, she says, she was, at first it just started, she was saying Happy New Year in Chinese. She was just saying something. As one does. But now she just goes on these play dates with these Chinese kids, and she comes back, and she knows legit Chinese words. And she goes to a school where they teach Chinese, because there's a lot of Chinese people in Bay Ridge. So it's very, you know. That could be good. Inter- more could be good. That is more, great. It, it, it is good. It's great. Um, speaking of kids. Okay. This next clip. No, you want to do an- <laughs> Who are we doing now? Up next, we got Kumail Nanjiani. Kumail Nanjiani. From his album, Better Mail, 2013. Sick. Yeah, great year. Play it. You guys are nice. I'll tell you a personal story. I'll tell you about the first time I remember crying, okay? I was, why are you laughing already? <laughs> You just pictured a little Pakistani boy crying, and that was humorous to you. <laughs> We're not at the, all right. I was, uh, for, first time I remember crying, I was five years old. It's not the first time I cried. That would have been fucking terrifying for my parents if I hadn't cried till I was five. People would ask my parents, they go, how's Kamel? Oh, he's great, he's four. He hasn't cried yet. Pretty sure he can't feel sadness. That's some serial killer shit, right? 
He just sits there like, where is the cat? Bring me the cat. First memory of crying, I was watching an ugly duckling. Oh, yeah. All these pretty ducklings are so mean to this one ugly duck. And I felt like an ugly duckling as a kid, you know? I remember just like bawling, like just crying, tears down my face, just like hiccuping from crying. Went to my mom for comfort and to make me feel better. My mom didn't say, you know, beauty on the outside does not matter, Kamel. It's beauty on the inside that makes a person. She didn't say that. To make me feel better, my mom was like, Ducks can't talk! <laughs> also, these ducks don't even exist. Look at that. Someone clearly just drew that, Kamel. Stop crying. They're not real. Awful. Way to handle that. Great. Kumail, see? What's your story? Kumail's just the best. Yes, he is. He, so my story was with him is I was taking a class at Gotham Comedy Club. Um, so that's how I started comedy in 2009. Yeah. I started taking class at Gotham Comedy Club, and the instructor. I remember it was we were Sundays at four was the class, mm -hmm. and the very first class I went to was a Sunday at four, and then right after the class I went to an open mic. It was my first open mic. Oh, crazy! But during the class, yeah. he was like, our teacher was like you like um, a, a common mistake that comedians do. Mm -hmm. New comedians mm -hmm. will try to just be funny for the room like they'll just try to make the open mic laugh and you're never going to make it like that if you want to have a career like me you know him talking about himself like you have to write jokes and mm -hmm. all this stuff right mm -hmm. higher stuff it's like all right you're teaching fucking comedy class shut up <laughs> just fucking tell me you know what i mean tell me to hold the mic like yeah i know anyway on his I'll high on his high horse he's saying all this do not never talk about the open mic just don't do it you will not make it so two hours later I go to the open mic, mm -hmm. Kumail's there. And I was brand oh, new at comedy, I never heard of Kumail. Everybody knew, you know, yeah. he actually wasn't yeah. even well known yet, but like yeah. the comedians knew him. Yeah. Um, and all he killed for five minutes just making fun of the open micers. Uh -huh. Just making fun of the room, making fun of every open yeah. micers, like specific jokes, like, you know, calling people losers because wherever they lived or just whatever. Like he was being funny with his friends and yeah. it was amazing and entertaining. Yeah. And then I told that story the next Sunday because they were like, uh -huh. that's where your comedy experiences. I was like, you know, I saw this guy and all he did was make fun of the open mic, and it was great. And he was like, I guarantee you that guy will never make it. Oh, he shit. fucking hosted SNL, you dummy. Look where he is Yeah, look now. where he is. I, I wish, yeah, because I wish I could say the guy's name, but I can't because he's just an idiot. But it's like, yeah. fuck that guy. That's so cool. You don't cool. know what you're talking about. How long did you take that class for? Eight weeks. Nice. It was great. That's a Eight weeks. Class. How about this? Eight weeks. Uh -huh. I took the class. And then on the eighth week or the ninth week, whatever, you have like a live show, like your first real show. Oh, and like, shit. you know, it's like a Tuesday. It's like basically a bringer show, you know, I mean, yeah. which is like yeah, yeah. people who are like don't know comedy. It's like initially to get on stage, you have to just bring people to yeah. get time on stage. That's just how it works. It's the only real way. But, you know, took this class mm -hmm. and they're like, you know, basically you take the class, you pay whatever it is, $400. So, you know. It's, it's good for the club. And then, you know, they tell you the more people you bring to your graduation show, the mm -hmm. better it is going to be for you and blah, 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 mm -hmm. which is kind of true. But it's also like they just want the money. They yes, want a yes. pack club. I Drink get it. Tickets. It's a business thing. Anyway, I brought like 90 people. <laughs> like what? I just brought 
everybody I've ever known, like uh-huh. my high school, my neighborhood, like everybody. I just uh-huh. came out. So they put me on last. And they like phrases like, because you're the strongest comic. It's like, no, it's because I brought the most people and you don't want me to go on any early because you don't want my people to leave. It's like, I know what, uh, like, so many people in entertainment just want to lie to you. And it's like, just shut the fuck. I wish that he would have just been like, here's why you're going last. You suck. You've been doing comedy. This is the seventh time you've ever been on stage. You suck. But you're going to go last uh, because you brought 90 people and this is a business. And uh, that would have helped me a lot, you know, because instead, like, you get this, infl- it's easy to get, like, an inflated ego when it's like, this is not true. This, uh-huh. there's, you know. So anyway, I'm about to go on next. Like, I'm legit going on next. And I was 24 at the time. So I was just, you know, just being, I was thought who I, not thought who I was, but I was, I was very immature and not really paying attention to relationships. But anyway, I was dating, she wasn't there. My girlfriend at the time I was dating for like, not that long, like six months, but uh-huh. I cheated on her a week before. Oh, no. And she texted me, I know you cheated on me with, and then the name, as I'm like next. Oh, so now my first no. time ever on stage, a real show, 90 people. <laughs> There that no. I all brought three hundred people in the audience. Yeah, it's the show's been on for two hours, so like people just want to go. Yeah, and I am fucking like, oh my god! And then, but it was a lesson because it was like I kind of actually did have for my first time ever a relatively good set. Yeah, uh, relatively because I learned right there to like just be in the moment because like I can't open with my first hack bullshit wow. joke about wow. being an altar boy and getting wow. molested, like whatever hack joke comedians do in the beginning. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, my girlfriend just told me, I just got caught cheating. My girlfriend just texted me and it's my first show. So hi dad, huge laugh, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it was like, and then I was just like, okay. And then I did it. But that's like, I don't know. Don't cheat on your girlfriend. Well, you that's can, but moral. not during your first no. show. Don't do that shit. Don't get caught during your first show ever. So that advice and more. How many times are you getting up a week? How many times? Stand up. How many times a week are you doing stand up? Not enough. You got to do it every night, babe. I know. You got to. Well, I do a lot of writing too. That's good. That takes up most of the time. What do you want to be? Do you want to be stand up? Do you want to be a writer? What do you? What's what's your goal? I just want to host this podcast with you. For realsies. I just we could do that, dude. Are you kidding me? Right now, (laughs) bro. Fucking the amount of money that people make just doing podcasts is insane. I love podcasts. It's like, you know, like now everyone's agent, not every agency now just has a podcast division. Like you need it. I mean, Rogan's making $40 million a year and he's the biggest one. And we're going to get there. We're going to get there. (laughs) It's like, that's what I want. When I, my, my special size 38 waist came out on Comedy Central, my first hour special. And my shows, I'm not, you know, I would sell tickets, but like now it's like my shows are selling out. Yeah. And it's because, you know, the special came out, uh-huh. but, the, but then when I promoted the special on podcasts, people are listening. So it's like you go on a podcast, like I did Burt Kreischer's podcast and Theo Vaughn's podcast and Sorry. Guys We Fucked and all these podcasts. And like, I was like, hey, I have this special out, Comedy Central. So it's like you see it happen. Like mm-hmm. you go on the podcast, that's where the people are listening. Then they go watch the special. Then they come to the show. So it's like what we're doing now is just like so 2019. But we got to get on Twitch. I think that's the next thing. I would do you love get on Twitch? to get on Twitch with you. We yeah, got to do Twitch that yet. Would be sick. That's where all these kids are. Twitch. I feel like Facebook's kind of dying. Twitter, nobody cares. It's about Instagram and Twitch and Twitch. Kind of TikTok. Oh, and TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. There's I love some, TikTok. There's all these new things. It's a wild world we live in. We yeah. can, you know, and podcasts. It's like great because like we can just talk to the people. This is you it. know, and that's let them why, decide. That's why it's we're like here. some. It's like some bane shit. Bane? Bane. You know, like Bane was like in Batman, he was like, I give you back the city. Do the impression. It's yours. Do the impression. I give the city back to the people. (laughs) 
<laughs> like that. Oh my, Bane just walked into yeah, the room. Yeah, dude, I'm oh legit Tom God. Hardy. Wow. I've jerked off to Tom Hardy. I'm going to be on record and say that. <laughs> He's popped in, and I haven't minded. The guy's a fucking hottie with the body, but he is short. That's the thing. <laughs> if you're a short guy, it kind of doesn't negate your hotness. What do you think, Nicole? Do I like short men? Yeah. Let's just play. Let's just, yeah. Because short women, it's like, you know, a woman could be whatever height, but like a short guy, it's like, what are you doing? I prefer a tall man, I guess. You'd be a yeah, tall guy. To, if I had to choose. Yeah, but yeah, I guess. I but guess. that's just other problems are there already. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's not my concern is their height. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Oh, God. You love a good short guy. Um, oh. I wrote some segments for us. What, really? Do you want to do a segment? Nicole, yeah, throw it at me. What's the segment? Well, we can I, choose. Can we just do all of them? Or we got to just choose one for time? Okay, how about we do joke setup or music lyric? Joke setup or music lyric. So what are you saying? Is, you're gonna, so I'm going to read you a line. And then you're going to guess whether it's a, from a joke or music from a music, but this from a music <laughs> from a me. Okay. But it's real. Like the, the, the real. there, is, there is an answer. Yeah. There is a objective we, answer. Yes. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Or right, we could fine. do that or we could do bad comedian advice. You give me advice. Okay. But it's bad. You want me to give you bad advice or, or like real advice. advice? Just good advice. Like uh, this is a standup podcast. So like people want like advice. real actual advice. Yeah. Okay. I just did that. Yeah, I, oh yeah, I kind of did that. Okay. I kind of did that segment. Checked off. Okay, cool. Or work or you could workshop a new bit. Uh, it's up to you. Workshop a new bit. <laughs> I am your humble producer. Let's see. Why don't you workshop one? The elevator story I just told could be a new bit. Yeah. That yeah. actually can be a bit. Yeah. It actually yeah. should be a bit. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of kind of work that actually I'm going to I'm going to do that tonight on stage. Yes. Yeah. So play that game. The, the lyric one? The lyric one. Yeah, do the lyric one. Because I kind of... Okay. Look at that. I'm a segment. I'm Chrissy Segments. Yo, yeah. <laughs> We're fucking crushing it, man. Yeah. We got good chemistry. Yeah. This is fucking great. Let's go get some quinoa. <laughs> now you're talking to me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so joke joke setup or song lyric? Okay. okay. Um, crashed on the floor when I just moved in. This little bungalow along with some strange new friends. <laughs> I know it. Say it again. Read one more time. Crashed on the floor when I moved in. This little bungalow with some strange new friends. Joe Firestone bit. <laughs> no. Okay. Cre- um, um, Matchbox 20 you song? You don't have to guess the person. Okay. So, you, you think it's a song or a joke? <laughs> one more time. Crashed on the floor when I moved in. This little bungalow with some strange new friends. I think it's music. Yes. Who is it? Vanessa Carlton. <laughs> wow. Well, I love Vanessa Carlton. How do I I can't believe I didn't know that. Thousand Miles fan? Yeah. yeah. You got another one? I got a bunch. Yeah, let me get one more. You want to This do is one? a fun game. Okay. Um I took a donut jelly filled. Took a donut jelly filled. That's uh that's a stand up bit. By Bert Kreischer. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Who is it? It's a no effects. I was hoping you were going to guess it's Jim Gaffigan because it oh. was Donuts. Oh, yeah, but it wasn't Jim. But it's it a was, song. It was a song. Oh, okay. Called Cops and Donuts by No Effects. We don't have to ever do this segment again. No, let's just do one more. <laughs> I'm going to do one, one more. more. Let's see if there's some magic. If not, if this one doesn't pop, then it, the segment's out. <laughs> I get ready. I get all dressed up, but to go nowhere in particular. I get ready. I get all dressed up, but to go nowhere in particular. That sounds like that. Who is that? Like a Mark Marin bit? No, it's another song. Oh my God! I think I just why did you just? Songs. Yeah, why don't you? Why does it, the game <laughs> should just be? 
We read Chris song lyrics, <laughs> and then he downloads them on his iTunes. Can you do that game? Can you do that thing where like you can say like five sneaker brands or something like without without saying um like just right away, where it's like you want me to Nike do that Fila, now? N- yeah. Well, now I just fucked up. Now I'm out because I started and then. But you cut me. Come okay. Go so we'll go go. You go. No, 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 no. You go. No, ask me. Ask me something different. Ask me. You know, five something, and I have to say them without five, five cereals without saying um. Rice Krispie, Apple Jacks, Corn Flakes, <laughs> fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. Okay. Um, five. Uh, I'm gonna ask you now, Nicole. What yeah. five? Um, what do you? What do you love? What's something you love? Uh. Fruit. If you love fruit, five five fruits and or vegetables in a row. Go now. Apple, tomato, carrot, grape, pumpkin. I you almost got disqualified. <laughs> there was almost it was a half a second too long, but because it's the first episode, I'm gonna give you. Thank you so much, okay. Chris. Should we? All right, play one more. Can we just do one, one more? more? Just uh, just ask me. Five one. car brands. Mazda, Mitsubishi, Toyota, Jeeps. Uh, fuck. <laughs> It's so hard. I think this is the segment. This, this is, is the segment. Just ask me five things in a row and I can't say um. But you, in one breath. No, no, that's the game. You have to do it in one breath. Oh, that's that's not what the I game. Did. Yeah, you were taking your sweet ass time. I didn't know that was a rule. Oh my god. My god. Um, Our first fight. Can you name five comedians in a row? Five comedians in a row. That is a good. Five good. comedians in a row that have not previously been mentioned. And it can't be. Dan Soder, Sal Volcano, Giannis Papas, Michael Costa, Roy Wood Jr. Woo! Yes! <laughs> what? No women. No. Oh, no women. No yeah. Women. Oh, God. No boo. Women. Patriarchy. <laughs> boo. Ill. Well, should girls. Play are you? I heard you're a GERD girl. You have gastroesophageal reflux disease? Who has GERD? Oh, that somebody. Wasn't, that oh, wasn't. it wasn't you. I thought it was you have a GERD girl. Got me confused. Yeah. All right. Well, I can be. Take your Prilosec, kids. Take your antiacids. GERD, GERD, GERD. GERD, GERD, GERD. Um, if, we don't, if this podcast doesn't get sponsored by a GERD medication, I don't know why the fuck I'm doing it. Because I'm trying to get those free GERD pills. Your boy just wants to have no heartburn for a day. Is that so much to ask? Is that so much to ask? I mean, somebody sponsored this podcast that has some type of antiacid, you know, Medic, you know, relief, some type of ant- reflux relief. That'd be a good sponsor for the podcast. Yes, I'll ask. Or the new someone. thing is blue chews now. That's what everyone's taking, except for well, not everybody, but people are now. It's like the, blue it's chews? like Viagra, but it's a blue chew. Everyone on podcasts is my boy Patty Flyballs takes blue chews and drinks. You can't drink when you take that stuff. No, well, you no, but I mean, he takes them like he feels like he gets a buzz mm. off a of blue chew. Whoa. Do you know what I'm trying to say? They did that in Sex in the City. Yeah. Oh, really? Samantha did that. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. One of my friends, when we were in Denver a couple of weeks ago, Where's my other boy, he had a he took like a for real Viagra because he, he was like thought he was like setting it up with a girl, uh-huh. and then she at the last minute canceled, but he had already taken the pill, so he just walked around Denver full wood. Uh, he just uh, had to keep tucking, and it gets painful right. after a while. Like it's very painful. Does it? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I've never taken one, but you I go. will. I'm going to take one live on this podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> me too. Hashtag me too. All right, go ahead. Yes. Okay. So this final. This <laughs> is the boner thing. All right. Whatever. Just play the clip. I'm Hannibal Buress. You can't. I'm, yeah, I can't get fired. <laughs> it's a podcast. You can say whatever you want. Oh, Hannibal Buress. This guy's a fucking legend. Yes, he is. Story before or after? What do you think's better? Story after. All right, fine. Go play the bit. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey there, Jordan Klepper from The Daily Show and Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. On October 30th, 2011, I had the darkest day of my life. I had to take a shit on a plane. It was horrible. I never had that happen to me. 16 years of flying, never shot on a plane. Went through so many emotions. First was anger. Damn it, I got to shit on a plane! It was denial. I'm not shitting on this plane. It was sadness. I got to shit on a plane. It was acceptance. Hey, I guess I got to shit on this plane. It was happiness. Yo, I'm shit in the sky! I went through a lot. That, that poop joke is for the DVD. That's not gonna make television at all. I was on a flight from Atlanta back to New York. Former President Jimmy Carter was on the same flight as me. Before the flight took off, he walked through and shook everybody's hand that was on board. Yo, are you running for president of this flight? How you gonna assume everybody wants to meet you? Once you're a one-term president, you're bad at your job, and why are you flying commercial? So many questions for Jimmy Carter. I also shook his hand because it seemed like the right thing to do. I didn't want to mess up his handshake and flow that he seemed to be in. Who knows, I don't shake his hand. He goes in the shot, passes out right there on the spot. Now we're super delayed but I should have just fist bumped him. Because I was sitting in 34D, so by the time he got to me, that means he had 30 plus rows of nasty, gross shit from around the world on his hands. Who knows what the person in 1A was doing with his hands. 1A could have been touching on his travel balls. He had a layover. It's all weird. 2A has bomb water on his hands. 2B has bomb juice on her hands. On and on and on, it's 30 plus rows of nasty shit Jimmy Carter had on his hands when he touched mine with your hand sanitizer, Jimmy Carter, because you do this every flight and you know it, Jimmy Carter. You should be prepared. He had three Secret Service agents with him. Why? Nobody's trying to murder Jimmy Carter. Who's plotting that out? We have to kill 80-year-old former president Jimmy Carter. Like, hey man, why don't we just let time kill Jimmy Carter? Replied his level-headed co-conspirator. You know why he had the Secret Service with him? Because if he didn't, honestly, I would have known it was Jimmy Carter. I would have said, who is this old ass man from first class trying to shake everybody's hand and where's his hand sanitizer? This dude is disgusting, I hate him. But the girl sitting next to me was so excited to meet Jimmy Carter as he approached. Oh my gosh, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. This never happens in life, what? Yeah, a lot of stuff never happens in life, but that doesn't make it good because it's happening for the first time. I never been stabbed before if I get stabbed for the first time. Whoa, is this happening to me right now? Ah! I never been attacked like this with a sharp weapon piercing my flesh so violently. I never seen so much blood. I never felt such pain. Thank you for this experience. I feel sleepy, I'm fading. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Hannibal Burris is just a 10. Yes. You know what's great about him what? is he's his cadence. He's just funny. Yeah. Like he, he, he could it's say great. Anything. Like he has such original great bits, but he can just talk, mm-hmm. and it's you're dying laughing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, could you imagine you you had that talent? Like he could no. just do it an hour a day. 
Yeah. He just talks. Just naming and fruits, ju- cars. Yeah. yeah, he would. Are you kidding me? Crush. He should be hosting this podcast. All right. But I don't know what he's doing. I don't know where he. I think he lives in. I think he moved back to Chicago, which is another boss move. Good for him. He's like, him. I don't have to live in New York or LA anymore. Yeah. I'm just going to live Only where I grew up. Hannibal's great. Han- I love him. You know, it's you know it's great. And he's talked about this on shows before. But he's such a smart. He's the business side of him is epic. I remember once he was at the Charlotte Comedy Zone, right? I think it was mm-hmm. Charlotte. And, you know, every comedy club takes a percentage of your merchandise. It's just how it works, right? But it's, like, not really how it works. It's, like, just because they said so. Right, right, but this right. guy, Hannibal, had all the shows sold out. So it's, like, he's kind of, like, in charge, you know? It's, like, yeah. I'm sold the tickets. If you're not selling tickets, like, they could say do whatever they want. But it's, like, when you're selling tickets, like, mm, I'll, I got the people here because the people are the one that, like, give you – the people give you the power. Yeah. Yes. So he has the power because he's got the people. So he said, you know what? I don't want to give – I'm not giving percentage away from my fucking merchandise. I don't want to do that. So they, the club was like, well, you have to do that. That's our policy. He was like, okay. And then at the last show, or I th- yeah, I think it was the last show, he said, listen, he had made a deal already like with the pizzeria down the street. He's like, I'm selling my merchandise at <gasps> Pete's Pizza three doors down. So, uh, oh you know, and then God. he just didn't give them a percentage. I was like, good for fucking Whoa. you, Hannibal. Good for you. Yes. These greedy club owners. It's like, Business you've already man. made them. You already... You know, they're only making $150,000 on the weekend because yeah. you sold all the tickets. Oh, my God. But so it's like, yeah, so Hannibal, he's always been like a, a step ahead like that. Wow. He's icon. great. Icon. Ep- icon. I- absolute icon. And he just pops up, yeah. Hannibal. He's that guy. Yeah. Like, you know, like he just, you haven't seen him in a while, and then you just look over and he's just next to you. And he's been next to you for weeks. He's just next to you, <laughs> watching, <laughs> waiting. Great guy. Um, I those okay. I cho- all those clips have a theme to them. What's the theme? Well, can you guess it? Okay, think back to the the <sighs> fork. They're all funny. Um, point. Okay, so the Joe funny. Firestone you dumped. What's Kumail the theme? Nanjiani, who's crying. Uh huh. Hannibal shit on a plane. Oh, I know the theme. No white men. <laughs> Excellent observation. No, that's I'm not kidding. the theme. That's not the theme. That um, is the goal, though. <laughs> okay, Baron discusses waking up. Okay, there's Gat. Joe can't get Joe's first boyfriend. Okay, Camille. Oh, first, first. It's the first. Yeah, it's the first podcast. It's the first episode. Woo! Chrissy wow. George Washington. Yes, the first yeah. president. Fucking great. Chris Stefano. That was cute. That was a cute little thing you did, Nicole. Thank I think this you. is going to be an overall, it's going to be a funny podcast. It's going to be great, but it's going to be cute. And, 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 first and I won't first do anything mostly. that's not 100% cute. I've just chosen to make that determination in my life. If it's okay. not cute, I'm not doing it. I am there with you. And this is the cute. The cutest podcast. Seriously. And we just, I mean, the stand up is good clips, too, by the way. Thank Good stand up and a bi- nice build. Hey, it's you know, all them. Gando and Hannibal, home run hitter. Yes. Are you doing spots tonight? Yes. Okay. Yes. Don't lie to me. All right, yes. fine. Do them. Yes. The first stand up spot I ever I did that open mic, it was the Maui Taco. Where's that? It used to be next to the, uh, it was like by the Empire State Building. It was like a, um, they served tacos upstairs and did open mics down, downstairs. Best of both worlds. Best of both worlds. It was great. That's what yeah. Creek in the Cave does now, but it's. Yeah. Tacos upstairs. Right. Comedy also. Up. Yeah, true. Never mind. Wow, they stole it from Maui Taco. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I'm suing you, Creek in the Cave. That's another place I, I did. That was Maybe that was my... No, that was my first real show, Creek mm. in the Cave. My first open mic okay. was Maui Taco. Great. That's what it was. The okay. Like, because I did a, the graduation show, but then I did like an actual show show sure, at sure. the Creek in the Cave. I another great that. place for comedy. Yeah. Do you go there? The Creek in the Cave? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Fine. I like it. 
I like it too. It's I like it more than you. <laughs> okay. I <laughs> loved it. Um, well, it's been an excellent podcast. Oh, we're done? You don't want to go? We can. Uh, all right, fine. No, we got to end it. You want to keep talking? No, you know what? No, actually, I don't. Because here's here's another thing I want to <laughs> here's another thing I want to do about this podcast. Yes. Is I just feel like listen, we know what year it is. It's 2019. People don't want to listen to shit for three. I mean, people want to be on their phones. The attention span is low. Let's give them a nice 30 to 50 minutes. Let's 40 minutes, and just bang it out. Yes. You know, I mean, what kind of egomaniacs are we here that we got to be on for three no, hours? We're humble. Come on. Humble. Gotta, you know, even even live stand up now. It's like, let's yeah. just do the hour. I don't what are you know, the openers and this and that with two hour show. No, just get the headliner out there, do an hour and then we all go home. It's easy. We go, you know, perfect. That's what I want to do. That's what we're going to do here. Nicole on stand up with Chris Stefan. We're taking this fucking podcast live too. OK. About. Yeah. Once we get to 50 episodes, we're going live. Absolutely. We're doing this podcast from live from Clusterfest. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I like that's another Hannibal move I just did. He would just tweet things and then that weren't true and then they they would have to do oh, it. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was just he great. did do that. So it's another Hannibal another tip. tip. Just, Hannibal tip. New segment. Want, New if, segment. When you have the power, like because he had so many followers, he's like, I just got a show. Was it actually Comedy Central? Did he do that? Yeah, <laughs> he said that he my show got picked up, but they hadn't made that choice and then had to pick up the show. Oh. I mean, it got canceled immediately, but still, it was cool. <laughs> you know, but still, it's like the fact that he did is just go Hannibal. We're Team Hannibal. Good name too. Yeah. By the way, great names of the clips. I mean, Baron. You never hear the word Baron. You never hear the name Baron. Uh -huh. So that's not like Joe yes. with Noe and Elish Joe fucking never happens. Uh-huh. Kumail? Are you kidding me? I mean, that that's just his name. And then Hannibal. Just great names. Thank that's you. That's what I thought the, the theme was. Cool names. Cool names. Not bullshit. We could do Chris that next and Nicole. week. Boo. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, we get it. Your fucking stupid American names. No, these are like, you know, these people, These their parents put some flavor. I'm calling your parents on the next you podcast call them. i'm yeah. gonna talk to them be like how is she so grounded <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, final final thoughts final closure <sighs> final closure what do i have you to just close? Be stay cute you know yeah stay cute or what am i gonna do i'm hungry okay what do you want to eat tacos since you mentioned it oh cool tacos yeah all right That's well good. no i gotta no i fucking i'm so annoying i wish i could stay and eat but i gotta go bring back my dumb tux that I rented from Giannis's stupid mm, wedding. Okay. God, it's so annoying. Next week we tacos. It's a lot. Let's talk next episode. We'll talk. Thursday. It's, it's so Thursday. hard being a part of a bridal party. It's a job. Yeah. You're an employee of the wife for 48 hours. You just whatever she wants to do. It's like she's like, let's have a wedding. Mm -hmm. Let's have a let's have a reception at two o'clock in the morning. And then you have to get up and have breakfast with me at 8:30. It's like okay, <laughs> fine. I we'll get we'll get into it next week. All right, next week. Okay. Great. Bye, Chris. Bye. And when I first got married, all my friends were like, oh my God, can I see your ring? Where's that bling? Let me see that diamond. And I don't understand why other ladies get a lady boner for someone else's jewelry. Like, I don't get it. And I'm like anti-diamond. I have a very simple wedding band. I don't know if you can see that. Because I'm so anti-diamond. I saw this documentary of these kids in Africa who every day had to walk up a mountain and get this, just kidding, he's broke. Oh my God. <laughs> That got really real. <laughs> yeah, guys, you know what they say, white gold is forever.
No, I love him, though. I love him. He, um... <laughs> he makes me feel like a Kardashian. Yeah, just special for no reason. I feel like I'm the only person in the world that hasn't seen a picture of her baby. Apparently, the baby looks just like her. And I'm like, how does a baby look like a dumbass hoe? <laughs> uh -oh. My man, he's white. I like him anyways. Um, I could take him places. He wears shoes. <laughs> he doesn't rap. <laughs> he stays in his lane. He's European, so he's like vintage white. Okay. Yeah, he's the real deal. That means, vintage white means nothing. It means he like rides a bike and has foreskin. <laughs> yes, honey, yes. And stop asking me what you do with foreskin. You peel it back like a banana and have breakfast. Nom, 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 delicious. Who's not eating the fucking skin on fried chicken? You guys look horrified, but it's my journey, it's my life, it's my dick. <laughs> my man is like 500% Dutch. He is so Dutch. Like, I am fucking up that family tree. Uh, AKA making it better. <laughs> Come on, brown titties and freckles, win-win. Thank you. And um, my mother-in-law doesn't speak a lot of English, but that's how I like to keep it simple. Like, we could just point at shit. That'd be amazing. But her Dutch accent is so heavy, I don't know what the fuck she's saying half the time. Like, it's so hard to understand. I was just there for Christmas, and I took a shower in her bathroom, and when I came out, what she had asked me was, Michelle, can you please clean up the water you spilled on the floor? But her Dutch accent is so heavy, what I heard was, I can't believe my son married a black woman. So, so heavy, that accent. <laughs> and I think my man is spending too much time with me in America because his English is starting to sound like mine. Like when I called him up one time, he goes, hey girl, hey. Is your day off fleek? I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? Like, I married a white European guy that sounds like a gay black man. <sighs> I have been touched by an angel. <laughs> this has been a Comedy Central podcast. Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts.